Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Primetime on Super Week. Purdy pressure, Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Isaac and Sue on 1080. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire! The Fan. All right. Pleased to have you with us. Go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. Please climb out of our ass. Just for a while. I am wearing my punt sweatshirt today I, in honor of Ferris. I saw that. I love that. Uh, no more punts, though. They hired a new offensive coordinator, and he's great. Yeah, I'm hoping. A lot of field goals. <laughs> well, then if that happens, then next year I'll have to change out of my punt sweatshirt into my field goal sweatshirt. Um, where was I? Oh, we're going to talk about Chip Kelly here. Yeah. You guys shut up. Who wants any job but the one he Dude, has. Dude, I've never seen this. It's unbelievable. Have you ever seen this? No. Hey, will you shut up? That dude's making six million bucks <laughs> a year coaching the UCLA Bruins, and he's done an okay job. Not terrible. They're going to the Big Ten. They get a full share of the Big Ten money. And yet he seemingly will take any, and I mean any, NFL job. Honestly, at this point, it's... It's unfair to everyone involved. It's unfair to the it's unfair to UCLA fans. It's unfair to the 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 AD. It's unfair to the players. It's unfair to Chip. Like what this is the definition of a lame duck uh season for UCLA. They're going to get their teeth kicked in in the Big 10. Chip doesn't want to be there. Everyone knows he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't recruit anyways. They can't recruit at this point. And if he does leave and take one of these jobs, the transfer portal, at least, if, at least if you wait until the spring, until the transfer portal opens again. But if he leaves and takes the Seattle job here in the next week, it's open season on everyone on UCLA's roster, and they can't go and get anyone else. Players can leave; they can't come in. You think Washington got crippled and kneecapped by the transfer portal? Wait until UCLA loses their coach. I mean, at this point. I just think they have to negotiate some sort of buyout, and and well, even if he doesn't think, get a job, just get him out. But don't you think that's what's happening? I mean, there's I hope no so. way he's doing this if he doesn't know he's gone. I would assume, but because today was the end of signing day, right, or the, the end of the signing period. This is t- so, so it's over. Recruiting is recruiting finally is over. finally over. Yeah, yes. to, uh, to beginning today. Yes. So I wonder if something doesn't just, you know, you, you so that way. So if you're going to part ways, yeah, you're not going to do it. 
five days before the end of the recruiting period, right? Because you want to hold on to your kid because those five days, or no, I guess you get with. So would the UCLA players then have thirty more days to transfer? Yes. Yeah. So I guess if you part ways with the coach, it doesn't matter. Their kids can transfer for thirty days after, whenever that is. Okay, so it doesn't. So forget that point. It doesn't matter what the recruiting cycle was. Yeah. But um, it just feels like it's over because why else would he be out sniffing around? So the the news today is that he interviewed yesterday for the Seahawks offensive coordinator position. Yes. And now the talk is that Bill O'Brien, who is the front runner to land the Boston College job, Bill O'Brien left the Patriots to go to the Ohio State Buckeyes. He is the offensive coordinator there, hasn't even coached a game with them, and he may be off to Boston College. I guess today the Athletic was reporting that it's Bill O'Brien or Paul Christ for that job. If Bill O'Brien leaves, Ryan Day has come out and said he's not calling plays. Uh, Chip Kelly could jump from one Big Ten team to another, but the head coach of one and the offensive coordinator of the other. Uh, that, that can't happen. That you cannot. Well, it ex- absolutely can happen. You're telling me. And might. You're telling me it's going to get so bad that he will leave a $6 million a year job. Dude, it is not. Comfortable. There, this is not about money. I've never, and you know that. I've never seen anything like it. UCLA, by the way, um, worst recruiting class in the Big Ten, and eighty sixth overall. Their recruiting class. Would you care to to guess seven the two teams that are sandwiched between them? According to, I believe you like to call two four seven sports. What what eighty what? They are eighty sixth in the country, and they are sandwiched in between South Alabama mm-hmm. and Georgia Southern. Dead last in the Big Ten. Well, you know, Georgia Southern's a good little program. Dead last. Northwestern out-recruited them. Did did Oregon State do better than them? Oh, let me see where the Beavs are out. Because they don't... I'd have to go by... I don't think they did. I'd have to go by conference, and they don't have a... I guess they... I still click the Pac-12. Well, uh, if this makes Oregon State feel any better, they're the second-best recruiting class in the (laughs) Pac-12. They that, do. Now, that's a shot. Why is that a shot? There's only two teams in the Pac-12. I clicked on the Pac-12 recruiting it's Division rankings, 1 football. And there's Oregon State at number two. So you stick, your, Division one football. stick your flag in the ground right there Ooh. and say you have the second best recruiting class in the Pac-12. What Suk is not telling you is that Oregon State is 91st on that list. Yeah. So worse than UCLA. Worse and by the way, Go Beavers, how about that? somebody texted in and said Colorado is worse, and they are. I looked this up earlier when I found out that it was the final signing day. Mm-hmm. 117th. Yeah, they just... Colorado. The, they cleaned up in the portal, I guess, is the only thing. So you believe. I guess they just got a defensive coordinator, too, uh, an assistant coach from the Bengals. Yeah, they were dead last in the Big 12, but they only got a handful of kids. Like, most of their stuff is portal. Remember, some of this, too, is like, you, you know, not you don't have big classes, and I don't think UCLA had a big one either. Uh, I think Colorado, but yeah, Colorado only had seven commits. So, much like they did last year, Deion Sanders is doing the whole, I don't need high school kids, I'm just going to go get portal kids. And I guess they did a good job. I think they were ranked second in the portal. So... We'll see if this makes any difference uh, in, in year two versus year one. But, I mean, it's... Chip's just daring them to fire him. Yes. Yes, absolutely. He is... He Shut is, up. I've never seen a seemingly major program. And what sort of insult, by the way, if you're Washington <laughs> State, if you're if you're the Beavs... I mean, God, if you're Oregon and, and Washington, realize that that's who the Big Ten took first... Is they took USC and UCF. This is the program that, that the Big Ten chose to to hang their hat on? My God. 
Their coach literally will take any job in America not named the head coach at UCLA for $6 bucks a year. Uh, deal is in. Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. He says he is hearing that Chip is leaving UCLA to become the OC for UCLA. Just, well played, Mr. He Deal. Just steps down. Oh, you love when Deal jumps me? in. Fantastic. That's <laughs> it's. I don't it, know. It's we'll a, see. It's a real embarrassment. Would you? Okay, now on this note, would you? You're the Seahawks. You're Mike McDonald. Do you want? Is Chip? Uh, is that your offensive coordinator, Chip Kelly? Do you want that? I'm not against it. I guess. What are your other options? Is the big question. Well, is Ryan Grubb staying? He's staying. We don't know. Everything... It sounds like it. He came into the Boosters Club in yeah. Alabama today and said, yeah, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, because the, the, the talk was that he was certainly interested in it. But, you know, has, has he put that to rest? Look, I, I think you can do worse than than Chip. Um, well, but that's not a ringing endorsement. Yes, of course you could do worse. Well, the, Is the, that the guy you want? I would take him, yes. I would take him. I think I might, too. You know, he's a he's a very smart guy. His offenses weren't awful in the NFL. They were a little gimmicky, and some of that has been exposed a little bit. But when you take the head coach out of it, I don't necessarily think he didn't get fired in Philadelphia because of of his of his acumen. He got fired because of uh, a power struggle with with personnel, which he should not be in charge of. And he's an ass. People didn't like him. But as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'd give Chip a whirl. I mean, again, I don't know what other options are out there for you, but Chip is a very bright guy. I just don't think Chip wants to deal with, well, at this point, we know he doesn't want to deal with with any stuff in college, and I'm not even certain he wants to deal with a head coach crap anymore. Outside of the... Put him in a room and and tell him to just, you know, drop your little plays and let's go. (laughs) Whoa, I thought you were going to say drop your little pants. (laughs) Chip Kelly's No, you just said that. Well, I I thought that's where he was going. He took me there in my head. (laughs) Whoops. Drop your little pants, Chip. And by the way, he is... Resourceful uh, little bitch. He's let himself go quite a bit. Well, whatever. So the thing about him, I don't know, is it outside of the the whole NIL thing and scaring some coaches out of college, outside of that, doesn't Mm -hmm. it seem like more coaches are jumping back and forth now? Yeah, well, I think the college game, pro. I think the games are becoming a little more intermingled than they used to be. Yeah, because of the spread yeah. concepts and stuff. Yeah, and RPOs, and I think it's it's uh, more NFL coaches. I think are are realizing that between O line and quarterbacks and even receivers to some extent, um, they're not coming out of college prepared for the NFL game. And I think people have learned lessons from some of like the Mike Martzes of the world, where they just threw these, you know like learning Mandarin Chinese and being like, hey, figure this out. And yeah, in the grand scheme of things, that's a great way to do it if you've got guys that are up to speed, but not if they're not prepared. So I do think you're seeing more people not necessarily dumb things down, but just adopt sometimes easier schemes from from collegiate stuff. And so the games are are getting a little more mushed together. And yeah, I do think you're seeing more you know, little back and forth play than, than it used to be. Okay, today is National Women and girls in sports day well go ladies and uh don't read any of the articles that are uh out there today because they're all involving the end of women's sports and trans athletes <laughs> oh there's like seventeen thousand of these why? articles written today. why is this now a thing again well because that because it's national women in sports oh, day that, so, yeah, so everybody's writing about that okay. every like I'm so not, it's lightning no, no, rod no. content well it was weird i, I clicked on because I, I don't know about you but like I, I have like my my 10 things that i wake up in the morning and you do like your you know 10 things well you do your round like your 10 sites that you go to right oh you know you go through your 
you weave, right? And it's just, I have a pattern that I go through. And I was on about my fourth one, and I was like, why the hell is there another article about a trans woman? And I was like, ah, national women. And, and then I was like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, okay. makes sense. Well, outside, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I have girl news. Oh, okay. In honor of National Girls and Women in Sports Day. I can't wait to hear it. So we will have girl news when we return on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mm. All right, this is for you ladies out there. We love you ladies. We're all big fans. Well, hello there. Uh, I, have, uh, I have some girl news. On National Women in Sports Day, it's uh, apropos. That's right. That's why I'm throwing it in here. And it is the fact that we now have, for the first time ever in the history of sport, we have a female Division I baseball player. Really? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, that's why I'm here. What do we got? Let's talk about it. Her name is Olivia Picardo. Okay. And she plays at Brown. Googling now. And Olivia she, Picardo. Picardo. And she is uh, becoming the first woman to play in a Division One baseball game. Mm. She's an 18-year-old freshman. They call her a utility player. Mm. She is from Queens, New York. And they were playing Bryant, and she pinch hit in the ninth inning and grounded out. Ah, okay, well. So she's 0 for 1. Well, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a start. Well, she also made history just by making the roster. She made the team. That, that has never happened. A, a woman, a female, has never made a varsity baseball team. No. And she did. Well, and we, we've seen this a little bit. Where, like we've seen some some ladies uh, kick. We've seen a couple like in small Division two, II, Division three, like they attempt to play DB or something. Um, well, I think these this is this is a cool story. Um, oh, here comes the well, patented yeah. soup poop. Well, I 
I, I, these things kind of bother me because I, I, and believe me, I'm not doing this. Uh, how do I, how do I best put this? Well, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I, don't know. I think it does a disservice to women because we're constantly trying to make it where it's an equal platform and it's not. Women and men are not the same and they never will be. We need to, st- like, so the, the, this idea that like, like women are going to play in the NBA. No, they're not. Women are going to play in the NFL. No, they're not. Women are going to play in Major League Baseball. No, they're not. They're not. And so while it's it's awesome that that baseball isn't offered, obviously at Brown University or any other university for women, they have softball. But this girl wants to play softball or play baseball. I think it's awesome that she went out and achieved this. But we we use this as like some sort of like carrot to women, like that they need that to validate them. We do this with women in golf. Oh, the best women in go. Oh, she she needs to make the PGA cut. Why? Why can't she be the best at what she does? Could Serena Williams beat a male tennis player? Not a good one. And it doesn't diminish the fact that Serena Williams is the best to ever do it. And she's amazing. And I hate for women. And I'm a hashtag girl dad. Two of my three kids are girls. And I hate that we're constantly trying to make women on par with with men. It's the Sabrina Unescu thing, shooting against Steph Curry. Like, that's kind of a fun little thing, but it it makes no difference. It, 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 to, to act like Sabrina Unescu could do anything on an NBA or even a male college court is absurd. But we're going to try to take this and then we're going to use it to either justify her existence as an athlete or we're going to use it to make some sort of slight on on women or men, depending on the outcome, and I I hate that it it bothers me. Or she's just a good little story. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's nothing more than that. It's just you but know, it's, she's, it's it's never it's never but just it's that. never happened, right? Yeah. And it is it is a notable thing. It's never happened. She's there are eight women playing college baseball this spring. Mm-hmm. She's the only one in Division One. It's never happened where one made the roster, and it's never happened where one got in a game, and she did. It's a milestone moment. Yeah. And like you know? I said, those are cool things. If, right. if if people left them, like you said, as cool stories, but we don't. We we inevitably will turn this into, again, it's, we, we just, I, I just don't like where we're going with women's sports and that they we can't just appreciate women for what they do and for in their own level of greatness. We have to compare it to men. And I think that is dumb. Because we're not the same, and and maybe this is apples to oranges, but like, I don't know, if we took the best male fighter in the world and we had him fight a gorilla, is that an indictment on him when he gets his arms read off and, and we're like, well, he's not the baddest thing in the in the jungle. The tiger mauled his ass. Yeah, because a tiger is supposed mm. to maul him. And It'd be a story. The sooner we can get, get past this idea that somehow women are going to catch up and physically become on par with men. It just right. yeah, that Listen, that's, so I I I'm sorry to bring it up. It's it's a stupid thing. Well, let me pivot here because I saw something interesting today from University of Texas football. Did you see any of their promotions on their staff? It's not playing the game, but they have named a female director of recruiting and a female director of recruiting operations yeah, under Stark at UT. Yeah. And uh I, I haven't ah. seen that. I don't know if that's trailblazing or pioneering it? or anything like that, but um I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I did see that. And 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 by the way, Is she like, hot? Uh, they there's there's the the there's director of recruiting of and the director of recruiting ops. Yeah, so it's you know that that stuff is actually happening quite a bit, and we're seeing women that and and this is one of those like to me a women uh, a, a woman coach in male sports absolutely I'd love to see what like Pat Summit was an amazing coach. 
Pat Summer could coach men's basketball. And we're seeing women even in the NFL, uh, you know, get on strength conditioning staffs. And I think the Niners had one a, a number of years ago that was when Becky a, Hammond coached in the NBA before she went to WNBA. Exactly. And there's no reason that that can't be a thing. And women officials and all that. I just the, the athletic we're trying to make the athletic field even and it never will be because there are biological differences that aren't going to change. And and like I said, I don't think it does a disservice to men. I think it does a disservice to women. And I, I just, I, that will forever be a bugaboo of mine that we have to compare women to men and it, it shouldn't be. All right. Um, Dwayne asked if I brought this up because I wanted to break from talking because I knew <laughs> Suku would go off on this. No, but I have heard that rant from you before. Yeah. You, you've brought that up before. But yes, if I wanted a respite, that was a good way to do it. Yep. Now I know. Dwayne's right. I'm going to start tossing out things like, oh man, uh, wasn't uh, wasn't that movie um, uh, Rudy great? <laughs> and then just go get a drink of water. Yeah. Just lay out. You just, you can just lay out. But I'm, I'm serious. Why is that? All right. No, I I'm don't asking care. a question. Uh, okay. You brought it up. I know. But why I wasn't that expecting a, that. Why is that a thing? Why has that become it's, such a thing? That's a headline. It's just I I think you're just making too much. I I just think it's a it's a cool story. She's you know that's never happened. It's she by the way she has a really good swing. Yeah. Um, and lefty, and she's obviously really smart. She goes to Brown. Yep. So I I don't think it's much more than that. But yes, it's some somewhere in so on social media it's a whole thing. But I just never get into that kind of stuff. So. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to add some whimsy in my life and start getting into Reddit thread arguments with people about things like this. Well, that Pop we, back on Twitter, buddy. That <laughs> we can 100% agree with because that is a very talented and a very smart woman. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, coming up next, it is time for In the News. Uh, well, we've already kind of gone over it, but I have the Terry Porter and family estate <laughs> sale numbers. Yeah, the numbers. And we've got to get to Alaska door plug issues. Yeah. Uh, more news on that. So we'll get to that next. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right. Careening toward the Hot Five at Five. Will the Seahawks hire Chip Kelly? Seriously. That's a thing today. Chip's trying. 
when you finish uh, 18th out of 18th in the Big Ten recruiting rankings, you're looking to take the next train out of town. Or will they hire me as their OC? Quick huh? aside, how long will it remain the Big Ten while there are 18 teams? I don't think it's ever going to change. <laughs> the, they're uh, it's just, they, stuck they, to the brand, huh? Yeah, they love the brand. The Big 18. No one. Has, the numbers mean nothing. At least the, like the the big conference. The Pac-10 has at least moved from the Pac-8 to the Pac-10 to the Pac-12, right. and now the Pac-2. Tupac. <laughs> it is February 7th, 2024. It's time for In the News. I'm your Dota man. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. Love you all. Love your hot bodies. And you guys. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just being inclusive. The ones without hot bodies? Is that what you're saying? Like, no. I love everyone. Sexist pig. Uh, it is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't eat a lot of yeah. Fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you put a plate of it in front of me, mm-hmm. I would want to devour it. Sure. But if you put a plate in front of me, really, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's uh, I feel like it's just a heart attack waiting to happen. And if I am gonna gorge myself, it's not on some... that good. I mean, it's good. But exactly, it's not. that's what I'm saying. If, if I'm gonna gorge myself on something that's probably gonna kill me, it's gonna be better than fettuccine alfredo. That's right. Exactly. Well put. Uh, and as we mentioned, it is also Women and Girls in Sports Day. Love our ladies. Uh, so the numbers. So Oregon Live did a write up, doing yeoman's work, mm-hmm. doing a write up on the estate sale of Terry Porter which we have been fascinated by. And Souk tried to go to, but... Made an attempt. He did not He did not make it through. <laughs> no. He actually didn't even get out of his car. <laughs> the line was ridiculous. I always wonder what Porter's... Because it was... Those neighborhoods up there are, are packed pretty tight. What must have his neighbors been thinking when the masses well, of sure. humanity descended upon... I'm sure they were warned. They can't be happy you know, about that. You got to go take a trip to the coast that weekend or something. Yeah, you got to get out of there. But they're saying 4,000 people showed up. About 4,000 people. Yeah. Many Portland Trailblazer fans dressed in Rip City clothing. Orderly entering Blazer legend Terry Porter's Dunthorpe residence over the weekend. Some people waiting two to three hours in yep. line just to get in. Items range from high-end furniture to used sporting goods. Porter and his family have amassed over 15 years in their home. So they're moving to Jupiter, Florida. Is that what you said? I think it was Naples. Naples. I heard Naples from a source. People were having, uh, this says, the biggest surprise was people were having fun while waiting in line. (laughs) There were no heated tugs of war over highly desirable items inside the mansion. Some of the luxury fashion and designer clothing owned by Porter and his wife uh, were purchased by his tall friends. (laughs) Said Lynn Brady, owner of PDX Estate Services. Oh, my God. So all the former Blazers showed up and picked up their stuff. I mean, he was like, he's my height. He's like, what, 6'3"? What size shoe? I think I think Porter's like 6'3", 6'4", or something like that. So he's not, you know, not, it's not 6'10". Like if LaMarcus, had, if LaMarcus had a sale, I, I don't... Arvidas? Yeah. Did you buy some Arvidas <laughs> shoes and wear them around? <laughs> that was the one thing I thought about. Because we're, we're roughly the same height. So I wondered, if I got in, the one thing I probably would have looked for... Shoes. Because I, I like shoes. I wear... I, wear a, I told you you were going to buy something. Uh... You no, would have because I couldn't have gotten in. But I know, yes. but once you did, if you had gotten in, you would have bought something, and shoes is what you would have bought. Probably because they probably would have fit you. If they, if he if we had the same size, there's a chance that maybe I would have walked out with a pair of Terry Porter shoes. So Alaska Airlines um, is now 
Well, the the preliminary investigation into what happened with the door plug mm-hmm. that came out and everybody flew out of the plane and died. You know, remember that? Yes. No one died. Um, well, someone lost their shirt. Yeah, that's some kid who then <laughs> took a selfie. He was so distraught. Yeah, he looked very happy, but now he's going to sue, so... Uh, Boeing 737 Max 9, right? Okay. So that was the missing, or the door plug that went off. Uh, they're saying that it was missing bolts. Yes. That's the... So it's the National Transportation Safety Board found that it was, bolts were missing. Now, I, my question is, is should they have caught that? It seems to me a little, the idea of you, so if you don't know what the door plug is, depending on how you configure the airplane... Um, you can put more seats in, less seats. So on, on configurations where there's less seats, there's a door there. There's an emergency exit door. But on ones where you put in more seats, obviously there's no need to have a door there. So instead of a door, they just put in a permanent plug. And I would think, and look, I'm not an aviation expert, but I would think as I'm putting in something that's holding, that's holding the, the I, I, I guess, like, the seal of an airplane is it too much to ask to to put in all the bolts this isn't like building like a piece well, of wicker furniture and I, I i miss a bolt i'm a little confused as to so this is on boeing yes but what i'm saying is when i i'm sorry i should have clarified when i when i'm saying they should have caught that or when i'm asking that question i'm asking like does alaska like obviously it's Boeing. Boeing's got to be better than that. I don't it, know how Alaska catches it, right? Though. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do they? Do they? Because they do go through and you know inspect the planes yeah. and they do the things like, oh, everything's looking great. You know, they do all their checks and balances before you take off. Is that something that Again, w- that they should have caught? Not not B- Boeing, of course, should have. I don't know how Alaska is supposed to check to make sure that every how many bolts are on an airplane. I know, I, but I do you remember know. the guy who was sitting on the in the. Uh, the seat next to the wing and he looked out and he saw a couple of missing bolts that's and, true and he told them about it and they were like oh my god deboard the whole plane <laughs> and then the science guys look at it and go my god that doesn't matter and yeah. now i saw one today where there was a guy who looked out and there was a bunch of electrical tape on the wing and he's like what is what is this is this a patch job like what's happening here and what happened did they did they have to i didn't read the article did they tell him to I, shut up i just saw that he was upset about duct it duct tape and, his uh, mouth so. they it does shut up it just blows my mind that Something seemingly so simple and so important. That's like me driving around in a car and my door is not attached. It seems like that's kind of an important thing. So it sounds like this was a... So it's the Max 9. So these are new planes. Yes. So at the man, at Boeing, it was, not, it was missing bolts. Yes. So then it goes to Alaska. They put their little Alaska logo on it. And they're like, ooh, we're going to fly everybody around. How many times did it fly before before the door put? Pl- because now the reports that people on the plane said that it, there was whistling yeah. by, by the door plug before it went off. <laughs> on, on the previous flight, the flight had just come in from somewhere, and they. Can you imagine sitting there and feeling a breeze, and like you, you hit your little call button, you're like, uh, "Excuse me." Uh, I don't think that's supposed to be happening just, there. You just take your seatbelt and tighten that up a little bit, and now they're saying that there, there may be another problem with these airplanes. That they're saying that some of them, uh, the holes that are supposed to be there, have been misdrilled. So they're saying there could be yet another problem with on these just airplanes. the Max Nine. On just the Max Nines, yes. That Boeing Boeing uh, told Alaska that some of the holes that have been drilled may not be what Alaska wants. <laughs> so <laughs> they have to go through and take a look at those. Someone at Boeing My is getting their God, ass fired. Wake up.
it, it, I often think about this airplanes like the like the spatial anything that that goes 600 miles an hour I just think about how many things have to go right for that thing to work it actually amazes me that more don't go down it just every time I look at an airplane I think to myself how many of these fly and we never hear about problems it really is a marvel because to me in my opinion like every other day one of these should be falling out of the sky because you think about all the things that could go wrong. Did you hear about the 737? So the at Boeing, the the CEO flagged an issue with the fuselage. Oh, why not? Because they were they were doing extra. They, they were getting kudos for doing all this extra uh, security uh, stability uh, testing, you sure. know, and going through everything. Yeah. And then the CEO is like, um, "Did you guys catch this?" <laughs> and I guess it's something to do with the fuselage. She's Louise. So now they're trying to shore that up. <laughs> I feel great about my flight next week. Is it, on, is it on one of these? Yes. Well, it's not on a Max 9. It's a I, Believe me, though. I looked it up. It's on an Alaska flight, but I think it's one of their older planes, so I am I guess I'm okay with it. I don't know. Hey, Groove text line, just remember the contract word in that plane wasn't performed by Boeing. It was done by the lowest bidder. <laughs> no, that's right. That That's the company called... Um, yep. That's third, where the door plug came from. Third-party contract. Didn't we call it... It was called like Spirit Air Systems or something. Not yeah. not to be confused with Spirit Airlines. Yeah. But he's right about that. That's <laughs> well. So and, and Boeing can't. You see, they're they're just caught. Like they yeah. can't be like, well, Spirit sucks. We're going to find a new one. This, nope. This is the problem with anytime you're making something, it's not all made in house. I remember when we ordered our our uh, our Bronco, and the tops were all being made by a, a different company. Ford wasn't making the tops, right? Those are contracted out to someone. And it turns out that company was an absolute S-show. And, like, every top was failing. And so they were like, well, we, we got to go find someone else to make the top. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I honestly kind of feel bad for Boeing at this point. Boeing's over there getting drugged through the mud. And like you said, they're like, I, I, I don't know. They were supposed to do their job, and they're yeah, not. Right. But no one cares about the, the little small company. We're just sitting there being like, I ain't getting on that thing. That's if Boeing's you, fault. If you have a flight tomorrow, yeah, and it is a... Alaska, because I think they put these planes back in the air, right? I thought they did. They were grounded, and I think, yeah, I think they're back up in the air. And it is an Alaska Max Nine, uh, seven, whatever it is, Max Nine. Yeah. You taking? You don't care? I think I'm maybe, you looking the other I way? I think I'm looking for something else, maybe. Are you? Yeah. You're gonna switch? Yeah. Jams me up a little bit, hmm. and I know it's probably fine. It jams me up. I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. All up in your kitchen. Must see if Southwest has some flights. I, I don't need that. See, those planes seem so rickety. <laughs> I don't, I don't. You know, like the Alaska. When you fly Alaska, I'm always like, oh, these are really nice. They do a nice job. Southwest, I get on one. I'm like, my God, when was this plane? Was this plane from 1960? I try to like take the opposite perspective. If something bad has happened recently, I think my chances of another bad thing happening are not high at all. So I'm like, the time I want to fly is right after the mishap. You know, there's something to that. Hey, that plane just went down. Uh, get me on the next one. We're going to be fine. There's no way they'll have two in a row like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody said they're flying from Palm Springs, uh, or flying to Palm Springs on Friday on Alaska. Yeah. And they're flying a plane that's a pr- the Premax 737-900. Totally packed. Same flight, same day on the Max plane. Plenty of room. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, rolling, rolling that dice, baby. Saving thirty-seven dollars. Get me on that. Get me on that max. I wonder plane. what the price difference is. I don't know. I'm guessing there may be one. 
Hey, you start to start. If you, you put some, you put I some mean, savings out there. Yeah. Eh, what are the chances? And no one died. <laughs> what are the chances? No one's died yet. That's right. I'm just gonna have. I'm gonna bring my own seatbelt. Yeah, convertible style. Get one of those seatbelt extenders and like you know double lash I'm yourself. I'm gonna have my in. wife duct tape me all the way around the seat. <laughs> the seat rips out. Lock me in. Yeah, exactly. Watch that snow society, one of those seats flying out the back. See what happens there. Well, we have uh, very important news from the Portland Audubon Society, and I'll get to that next on The Fan. All right, Hot 5 to 5 is coming up next. Got time for one more story here from your noted newsman on today's In the News for Feb 7. You know, the Portland Audubon Society has changed its name. Uh, JC Babes, this is a big change. What do we okay. got? What do we got? That's a 120-year-old organization, mm-hmm. um, and it appears that James Audubon was uh, quite the racist. Oh, so you can't have that anymore? Well, yeah, you can't. I mean, he owned slaves. He was staunchly opposing the uh, abolishment of slavery. Mm. And he also desecrated the graves of Native Americans and stole their remains. Ouch. Uh, He died in 1851, Mm. but his influence has lasted uh, so long, they finally just now said, you know, enough is enough. (laughs) If you don't know, the Audubon is the the birdie birds. The birdie birds. And I I tell you... I got How many organizations, by the way, real quick across the country, if you looked into the name, are probably very problematic? Yeah, I think there's a sliding scale, right? It's like, look, we could probably... It sounds like this guy was bad enough that maybe, you know, yeah, you look maybe you, you, yeah, it's, 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 it's a brand upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't even have to say anything about it. Just change the name, right? Because yeah, yeah. here's how dumb I am. And I know you guys know I'm dumb. I didn't know that Audubon was a, a, a person's name. I thought Audubon meant it was like a, like a, a bird word. <laughs> oh, well, I you mean, know, like, yeah, I see that. I, I just thought it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like something that you... I, I only knew the... Because we've talked about it. I can't say that if, if you told me... I wouldn't know. I just knew that the Portland Autobahn Society was was birds. Yeah. But I had no idea where Autobahn came from. I didn't know it was a guy. How many people... like? It was a guy. When I hear Autobahn, I normally think about like driving real fast. Like, yeah, let's go. Well, there's that too, yeah. yeah. So the new name. This is a big deal, mm-hmm. Chase. Says Stuart Wells, the executive director of the organization... 120-year-old birding educational and environmental organization, Portland Audubon, is now the Bird Alliance of Oregon. That's right. Let's all celebrate the Bird Alliance. Which, by the way, it makes a little more sense. If, if I told the average person, you know, hey, do you want to be part of the Portland Audubon Society? would be like, what? Now if I tell you the Bird Alliance of Oregon, you're like, oh, yeah. It's, it's it is a little bit more um, it's out there. clear yes. what it is. Yeah. I like birds. Yeah, who doesn't? So well, I, I guess would, some people. But yeah, I want to join the Bird Alliance. I don't want to join the Bird Alliance, but um, I don't know what that involves. Uh, but like, if the Bird Alliance was like, "Hey, we got a big bird event going on. Would you like to? You know, could you promote it? Like, is there an owl involved? If if I could like see or pet an owl, I'd like to get involved in that. But do I want to be a full pledged member of a Bird Alliance? Eh, not really. Well. Screw you, James. <laughs> you old racist You bastard. old racist bat. You're out. Yeah. I think that's the problem is any organization, and I mean this, any organization that was named after someone 100 years ago, I got news for you. 100 years ago, yeah, I think everyone was racist. It's just kind of the way, it's kind of the way it well, was. Well, that's why I say there's a sliding scale. It's like, 
you know, like I saw a thing the other day where Larry David found out that his ancestors owned slaves or something. Yeah. yeah. And he was stunned by that. Like, really? But it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. That doesn't mean that you have to take their name off of everything. Yeah. Because a lot of people own slaves. But now if you start desecrating graves and yeah. we're stealing remains and now <laughs> we're down statues. We're against yeah, like it's just And how far do we go back? Because like like I'm a Holmstrom. We go back and, and that's Oh the, the Holmstroms. I've heard about the Holmstroms. Hey, we got that I got that Viking thing going, and while I love my Viking and heritage, uh I got some news for you. We did some things. Um on the plus side, we did it to other white people, so there's that like You're talking about a lot of raping and pillaging well and slaves you know we, we did slaves um you know we did slaves they were you know again white slaves but we did slaves and we did yeah we did the pillaging and we did the raping and we did the murdering and uh a lot of priests um in england and scotland in ireland um killed a lot of unarmed uh holy people like that's you know the, 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 got some stuff love my heritage there's some ugly parts to it and that's all i'm saying is if we go back far enough <laughs> We're all going to find some stuff that we don't like. Yeah. So, but that's why you have to dig in, into it further. Yes, and find out if they were a real a hole <laughs> or just or just a dumb a hole who was following Pro- product of their time. Well, Vancouver yeah. Ford text line now pointing out this is all fine and good until we find out that the birds are racist too. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's the thing: if you go back like a thousand years, it's really bad. So maybe we like a hundred years. <laughs> Only go back so far. You have to be the person has to be a, a like around soon enough where we know someone that knew someone that knew them and can be like oh yeah that was a terrible person but if you go back like hundreds of years or thousands of years you don't want to it's human history is uh it's it's a bit rough if i let you have video yeah of the old what'd you call them the what what was the name oh the holmstroms yeah yeah i've got exclusive video of the holmstroms this is from 1796 (laughs) you know what you want to take a look at that? Nah, like this is your great great. <laughs> you know, seventeen. Great great. I may, but if you go back to like thirteen, nah, because we we were there some. All right, let's stuff. go back to the thirteen hundreds. I have no. exclusive video. I want to. I want you to see this. These are your answers. You are a descendant of these people. <laughs> let's take a look. You're not. You're not watching that. Oh my god, I'm watching this. I don't think you want. I don't think you want to. No, it would be horrifying. But I, I'd watch it. <laughs> I just want to see what they look like. I guess. I, as long as you were prepared. I, I would. I would watch, but I would watch with like one like one hand over my and there'd be a lot of like Doc, can you do that? That's not against the law. But that's the thing. That would be everyone. Every person on the planet, if you went back far enough, one of your ancestors is doing something that you're gonna be like, ooh. Yeah. Human history is awful. All of it. There's no good parts of it. Everything. Terrible. Well, I don't feel terrible for not knowing that Audubon was a name of a person. Yeah. Because this guy says, I'm so dumb, I thought it was trees, not birds. <laughs> well, now it's easier. You are dumb. It's the Bird Alliance, for God's sakes, and now we know. Bird Alliance of Oregon. Of Oregon, yes. Uh, that's in the news, Feb 7. Hot 5 at 5 is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.